post-apocalyptic podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Two dads need to revert the energy cores and have to set out to a hostile land. It's not half bad. With nebulous monsters, <laughs> survival mechanics, <laughs> and unfortunate NPCs. Dad jokes. <laughs> Back pain. Jeff, the dad joke meat is low. Give me something. Uh, uh. I can't find the right page in my joke book. Oh, no. The adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. Welcome to the show. My name is Trevor, and I have a seven-year-old and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. The Game Awards... Yeah. My word. I would love to see the demographic of dads who actually managed to watch it all. <laughs> <laughs> like with through eye contact, like, like staring at the screen for three yeah. hours. I'm sure like many gaming dads had it in the background. They've at least heard of it at this point. It's certainly fascinating. It, it, I'd, be, I'd be curious to take your take on it. I was a lot more interested in it this year than I thought I would be. Did you did you expect yourself to be interested? Is this kind of your jam every year? Like, what's your general take on it as a gaming dad? Um, I usually watch it every year, but not like super interested. Just have it mm. on right in the background. Okay. But it has been quite lengthy uh, over the years. You know, clocking it over three hours, some of them. Yeah. So at least this one, it was like upfront, like, "Hey, we're gonna try and cut it down until you know the show gets away from them." But yeah, I usually try to tune in, but not okay. not waiting by the TV to do it. Yeah, so the. So we're not going to re recap the entire show. There's lots of news outlets with like hot takes and everything going. There is some that struck us, the gaming dads specifically. So we thought we wanted to mention those at very least. And what kept me somewhat interested in the show was the fact that I was playing <laughs> Vampire Survivors throughout <laughs> the entire thing. The very first, and I swear they did this on purpose, the very first announcement, if not like the, within the first like, couple minutes of it, was that Vampire Survivors, my pick of game for the year was releasing on mobile and in fact had released kind of quietly yeah. on mobile like the day before so the entire time for the show like it it's loading up and it's the trailer comes on it's like oh it's on mobile pardon <laughs> <laughs> like the phone comes out man so for the entirety of the show i am just grinding away on vampire survivors mobile it was it was a fantastic companion to the main show i mean i i'm I would be interested in hearing the developers' comments from that. Be like, the trailer worked. Like, that was immediate, got you into the mobile version again, which is free and something to watch while you're, or something to play while you listen to the Game Awards. Yeah, like it, it, it it's, they've done a great job. So, like, the port works fairly well. I find, like, the control's a little mushy, but it doesn't have to be super precise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it very much is a, a excellent port. There's some uh, free to play mechanics in that. If you want extra gold, you have to watch an ad. If you don't have to, but if you if you want an extra one, you have to watch an ad. It is completely free to download. And then if you if you die, you can revive by watching an ad. Right. Okay. Which is sort of like, yeah, that's I get it. That's fine. Like that that, that doesn't feel so bad. You guys got to make some money, and it's you don't have to do any of those things. It's like oh, if you want to play a game, you must watch three ads a day or something like that. Yeah, I would say if this came out first, though, I'd be more mm. pissed off with that, right? Being like, oh, my God, it's one of those, like, I have to watch an ad when I die. But knowing that the console version is, like, the game is structured around something completely differently, and you don't get revivals mm. unless you buy it through the power-ups. And this is just something that 
allows you to continue, that's better. Okay, that that is true. I might be. It'd be curious if you're someone who has never seen it before. This is their first exposure to it. I'd be curious to see what their takeaway yeah. would be. Yeah. But, man, gaming debt. This is if I had this during those long, <laughs> early morning <laughs> sessions with my son. Yeah. Like this is such a great thing on the phone. It, it is. A, it's a little bit of a tricky game in so much that you get into in a really amazing session. And one thing I did try to do was just kind of like pause it and exit out. Right. Upon coming back into the game, like it hadn't saved my. It, I wasn't still in that session. Right. You just dumped it. So, I, like, if you do it within a certain time period, but depending on your phone, like, it'll cancel it out. So, it's not like you can just pause and get out. But ultimately, mm-hmm. given, like, the con- look, you're going to die sometimes, you just have a run. It, it's not that much of a punishment, even if you get on an amazing run. And one handed, right? Is it still, like, one? Yes. You could, yeah. yeah. So, perfect with that. You got baby in one hand, baby Empire one hand. Survivors in the other. Rocking baby, feeding baby one hand. That's right. <laughs> Taking care of some zombies in the other. It's. There you go. Ec- so have that what a great way to start the night and it fed me through the entire thing the other reason to watch the entire thing was the fact that they were doing a steam deck giveaway <laughs> what was it every minute every minute was a steam deck giveaway so i don't know if you gave me dad's heard and i want like you to cue us up jeff but it's like the it was announced that if you watched the gaming awards through steam every minute if you'd registered and you were live watching they would hand out Steam decks. Is that correct? Like, how did it all go down? Yeah, so all you had to do is just click, I want to register in this thing. And as long as you bought something on Steam within the last year, which basically is all of us, <laughs> you were registered. So it was something that was just easy enough to do. And then, you know, to watch it through Steam's kind of system where they had a video within their webpage, it was busted at the beginning. Yeah. Um, completely busted to where the first winner... <laughs> The first minute was stuck frozen for like 15, 20 minutes before it switched wow. out. And it just so happened to be Milf Hunter was the winter winner of the first Steam Deck that stuck up there. And I'm sure any other parent tuning in, they're like, what is going on? It's like, yeah, I don't want this up there. Who is, who is this person? I think there was a Kotaku article I saw uh, linked out. It's like, well, congratulations, Milf Hunter, on your victory of a Steam Deck. <laughs> of 20 steam bags yeah i had to as soon as they said it i immediately thought i kind of like the fact that like okay you have to have an active account you had to buy within the last year but immediately like you know this is it's a good enough prize that if you could somehow figure out how to get 100 bots in there like people are going to try to find a way and lo and behold the biggest thing that i noticed was congratulations number seven seven five seven five four three two one 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 four you're like all right clearly a bot like this sucks i also did the math as i was watching i'm like there's way too many people in here for me to win anything (laughs) what was it at peak like wasn't like up to four million like it was a huge number it was a huge number so much so that like thousand sorry yeah it it would drop out constantly right so if you pause or anything like you'd be just booted out so it was just so many people like your chances of winning this thing was nothing and i don't know why i thought i'd win like you you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take Jeff. that's you right never know. yeah that's right hey so congrats milf hunter and if any gaming dads did in fact get the victory we'd love to reach out let us know how it went now the so i don't want to again like most gaming dads you can every twitter verse facebook page like website podcast like has discussions about this so we don't care to recap the entire show but just for the sake of it where you want to cover what like some of the bigger winners that we thought plus like what we're most interested in yeah from a gaming dad perspective specifically these two gaming dads games we've mentioned before on the show so the game of the year was elden ring yes 
excellent show. I, I think it was gonna be, i i was still rooting for vampire survivors i think that would have been this the f- most phenomenal gaming story ever that would have been epic just because of yeah. what would overcome all these other triple a <laughs> games and this one dude puts this <laughs> thing out and he's like yeah what this is great take that god of war <laughs> yeah. so that'd be really for game of the year is going to come down to god of war and Elden ring at yeah. the point which i'll get into in a second god of war had just been cleaning up yeah so you know it was not surprising but it was interesting to see that Elden ring took game of the year uh player's choice was genshin impact the only reason to mention this <laughs> was the fact <laughs> that there was this consorted effort by sonic fans to weight it because player's choice was vote like by vote so player vote you can yeah. go to this website and vote for it and try to get it through and there was this apparently like this massive feud between sonic fans online and genshin impact fans and they were just blasting each other yeah like, like some of the threads were hilarious did you pick up on it before the show i i heard about it before the show so it was interesting to see where it was gonna go because either way you're gonna come out with this awesome like thread like we won and like oh i can't believe you cheated whatever but uh yeah no it kind of made me more uh just excited to see what would happen because it was hilarious and i don't know how you're gonna win against a genshin impact crowd but and they uh he even what was interesting is like it it was even more of note because the host specifically came out to say once we removed all the bot votes right dot 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 you're like oh (laughs) like now (laughs) almost like trying to get in front of it and saying like oh the only reason any of you won was because of like xyz yeah so hey man like (laughs) it it's just fun it's it's one of those things like you almost expect of like really awful tiny title of to have gotten through but no yeah it, it is a massive title you can understand why people would be excited about it absolutely okay so it is worth mentioning so god of war or dad of war as we like to say it ragnarok yeah. cleaned up like it was just constant i thought they were going to take game of the year two game of the year two but uh best narrative best music best audio design best performance uh, by an actor that is uh, specifically uh, accessibility that was a really cool award yeah. so yeah. how did that work so they it was whoever whoever's game had the most accessibility features uh, features and innovation. So a lot of the mm-hmm. other um, nominees were great in trying to, you know, innovate in terms of you know how to bring in more players, right, with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And God of War was like an extensive amount of just things you can turn on and off to anything from epilepsy to you know uh, physical disability to you know some of the sounds are too startling. Like you could mm-hmm. like all these options to deal with it so it was neat to see and like glad to see that represented too yeah that was wonderful so good on them and then it also wins best action adventure so just like like it really cleaned up like it uh you could could, know going into it it wasn't so much how much it was going to win it wasn't a matter of if they would win it was going to be how much how much right like best god of war category (laughs) (laughs) god of war (laughs) player's choice yeah yeah oh so that was really awesome to see now I it was somewhat stunning to me it, the amount of trailers and game announcements as opposed to awards really felt weighted. Yeah, like it, so much so that a lot of in, in watching it, it was okay. Here's these three awards: uh, best design, God of War, and best the audio goes to Elden Ring, and best this goes to Sonic. Okay, here's another trailer. <laughs> like so much of the event was focused on new games and the like, gameplay trailers. Is that like, I haven't really watched this before. Is that the MO of this show, or was that kind of new to this year? 
Um, it can be, right? Like, so there's a lot of game tra- trailers in years past, but some of them are just not very good or you've seen them before. And like, or you understand that they're like 10 years out. Like there's no, there's no way to like kind of judge going in. And Jeff Keighley, the guy that runs it is always hyping it, right? Like he's like, you won't believe the games I've seen that I want to show you at my show, right? And so I think this one ended up being more than a hit. Like there was trailers after trailer that were like some big titles that we had not seen before. So it was yeah. exciting. It was good. We want to talk about some of the ones we're excited about. I'll say the, I don't know if it's just the current mood. I don't know if it's because what other games have sold well right now. Mm-hmm. But everything, everything seems to be post-apocalyptic. Yes. Like yeah, every, right. every game is about after the yeah. apocalypse. We, You and I were looking at, uh, in preparation for the show, we were looking at what was announced. And it was a good, like, a, like there's at least six titles that just kind of blend together. It's the yeah. same. It, you're some sort of ragtag person or group. <laughs> After the apocalypse, saving the world, refunding it. And it's either like, and generally like the trailer is like two hands as it's walking up and then there's a gun and a sword. And it's just, yeah, it's all the same. And I, I, I hate to disparage them because any one of them, they could be my favorite game next year. I don't want to say they don't have merit, but just how about before the apocalypse? How about we stop, how about we stop some apocalypse for a change? I, I agree with you. It's like, hey, we kind of like threw a pandemic here and everyone's kind of like done with that post-apocalyptic stuff. How about some more Katamaris and rainbows? and? Oh, man, that could, that'd be so good right now. Crazy stuff. <laughs> and I'll say like, like even to our discredit almost after saying that is yeah. one, two, three, I think almost like four of the games we're about to talk about. Post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. It's just like... I mean, Nothing. Not much choice left. As <laughs> yeah. always, we have nothing else. So the post-apocalyptics Dad Trip Simulator, yes, gets a sequel. Yeah, I'm excited. I know you're excited. <laughs> you're like, what is this game, and why is there babies in it? Um, yeah, no, this is the one I've enjoyed. I never finished it, and I seen the trailer. I mean, I should probably finish it, but it was that Dad Trip Simulator. You're getting these packages and shipping them all over the place. And seeing the sequel, just like when the first one landed, a lot of people were against it. They're like, ooh, walking mm. simulator, right? And then it kind of gained a little steam and became like this, I don't know, cult. I wouldn't say cult hit, maybe the cult of Hideo mm. Kojima. But it did really well on the PC and people have kind of found, it's found its stride, right? Like it's yeah. different enough. Great way to say it. It's crazy. Um, yeah, dad pun, right? Um, so I'm excited to see where this goes because Kojima is like, you never know what he's going to mm. do. And apparently for this one, he just rewrote it all after experiencing COVID. Like the first one was too on the nose with delivering packages and everyone being isolated. Yeah. And he didn't want to quote unquote predict the future again. So he rewrote this one <laughs> from scratch. And I'm excited to see where he goes with it because it might be crazy Katamari. Who knows? Probably not. Given the Probably trailer, not. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully a little nicer. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm 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 ready for it. I, there's no date given on this one. It's just like, hey, we're doing this. Which again, we could take years for this one. Mm-hmm. Kids will be also, in college. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be a good time to see it. Yeah. Oof. Actually, I'm watching this trailer. This is a bit heavy. I don't like watching this. Oh, you know, yeah. This this part is pretty brutal. Like, uh, it's almost like you know she loses the baby, but you know, uh, does she or you know is it the baby or whatever? And yeah, we're we're watching a trailer where the uh, a mother with a child was running away from some unforeseen force. They get into an unfortunate motorcycle accident. She uh, succumbs, to, seemingly succumbs to her injuries, or at least passes out from the excursion. And then you see like her child in the distance. So it's sort of, as a parent, it's like, ugh, this is a bit hard to watch. 
Post-apocalyptic and Post-apocalyptic In a world In a world <laughs> After the apocalypse Like every other one <laughs> But as you said Very fine Much much to our derivement When we first mentioned it Like it's against apocalypse But with As you said With Kojima You just never know It's going to be fascinating It's going to be interesting It's yeah. going to be a ride And I'm I, really surprised It's a sequel I, I would never have seen that world Getting a sequel No never yeah. And speaking of that Hades 2 Yes, Hades too. Like so, and the the trailer was a real roller coaster because <laughs> you were so, on this roller coaster. You're like, where's this going? What's going on? I love this I'll studio. Say, so this is my favorite studio. This is my favorite game, right? Hades, like it, and one of my absolute favorite games of all time. And this represents the first sequel that Super Giant Games has ever done. So you're watching this trailer, and you're like, there's a lot of it speaks the language, but then again, you know, Super Giant Games kind of has an aesthetic, yes, and a feel. So right up until the reveal, there's there's two kind of giveaways. One is the you see their eyes, which is like one red, one green, which is very much like um, then. Oh my goodness, I forgot the character's name. Despite being my favorite game of all time, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> so the main character in yeah, the main character in Hades one had the two different colored eyes yes yeah, yeah. so that shows up at first and all of a sudden like the little guitar thing starts like rolling in you're like oh <laughs> like 80s 2 comes up so it looks like it it looks a very direct sequel so the style is the exact same the gameplay is the exact same uh looks like the boons like the leveling up features of it is all the same can't wait man like the one slight thing is i didn't hades you could technically keep playing hades right now there's like okay. a roguelike element to it that every run's a bit different. There's a lot of various things to try to catch on every run. There's like weekly challenges, leaderboards, whatever. Some people continually play it. Okay. I don't. Right? Like I finished it. I'm like, okay, that's, we're good. I did it. This is great. Now, <laughs> so it sort of depends like how close this is to the other one. Also, most of anything, I suppose I'll, I'll take that back. I'm going to be so interested to see what the story goes. Yeah. Because I adored so much the story of Hades 1 that I can't wait for this. Yeah, and they're really good with changing up their mechanics enough to make you interested. Like, even with sure. all their other previous entries, right? And I will say, like, that teal lime green color that they use, I'm like, this has got to be another one from the studio. Like, that's their color on everything. So I'm excited for you. You okay. love Hades. Cannot wait. Now, one that you liked was Celeste, and it looks like the same studio has, a, I almost want to call it a spiritual su- successor. Because it seems very close to the first one, but not a technical one. And they're releasing yep. Earthblade. Yeah, so this is one that if you didn't know it was from the makers of Celeste or have never played Celeste, you can kind of write this one off just from what mm. it looks like. You're like, oh, another one of these, you know, like yeah. side-scrolling, jumping, platforming kind of games, mm-hmm. sprite-based. Uh, but Celeste, I absolutely adored. And it was one of those ones that I'll say is almost similar to meat boy like it's very easy to like the mechanics are so tight um the platforming yeah. is so great feeling and they introduce enough uh little things in the game to kind of keep you going and keep you wanting more right so with this sequel and having it a little bit more like they got like more magic and enemies in it where the yeah. celeste wasn't really about enemies it was about obstacles right so yeah. i'm kind of interested to see how they play with that because there wasn't a lot of combat in celeste so like how do you kind of factor that in here or is it factored in right mm. so this is one studio that much like hades mm-hmm. um i would love to kind of just see what see what's up their sleeve right and, and see if it's going to come out on top of their previous work and build mm. on 
all the stuff that they've been successful with. So I'm excited. Earthblade. I'll have to remember that one. That's like one of those generic names again. You're like Earthblade. Okay. Like so. <laughs> what is like Earthblade, Fallen Sun. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly it. Wherever it goes. So yeah, dude, it's curious to see the. I think it's not it's not a direct sequel, so it's not no. in the same vein in many ways. But to see them stick so close to home yeah. from where they were, and a place like Supergiant Games also, you know, stick within a lane for a while, it's kind of interesting. I suppose it was just reaction to such phenomenal success. They're like, well, let's let's do it. Let's keep it rolling. People yeah. want it. Yeah. Now I know you to be a fan of Horizon. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> So Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores gets revealed. So this is the DLC. Now, Horizon is going to have some DLC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, Absolutely. not much no. of an announcement. But if, if, in fact, the only real notable thing about it in some ways, besides it looks great, it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. Probably worth a purchase if you're into that world. But the more notable thing about it is where it's going to be available. Yeah, absolutely. So this one is PS5 only. So old can i say current gen i think it's current gen now yeah. i think we're like breaking away from the old you know the playstation 4s um so they're not so you know hamstringed by the 10 year old technology mm. and a lot of in if you played forbidden west you get to fly but the flying mechanic is just really just hovering like there's mm. no sense of speed there because again they're building for technology 10 years ago so with this one just and I'm in my mind thinking of what Final Fantasy VII Remake did with Intermission. That was a mm. DLC that was PS5 only. Oh my god! Just the <laughs> scale up of just the world and the graphics and low times and the effects that can be done. I mm. am really stoked for what they can do with this new hardware. Hopefully, they've had enough time to play with it. But yeah. I see flying, I see lava, and I see the huge horse. Uh, robots and they said they always wanted to animate those and have you battle one but they couldn't do it on the mm. old tech so I am ready let's do this I want a whole full scale screen like Shadow of the Colossus style like I let's mean, go it's always the wildest callback is the fact that like Shadow of the Colossus had such massive yes. battles yeah that yeah. they somehow managed to pull off so they could do something similar with the next gen tech yeah in this world in this style in this combat sequence which is so tight like it could really be um, probably the greatest showcase of the next gen technology because you know everyone's kind of getting sort of used to or kind of ready for it, and this this could finally be all right. We know how to do this. We're gonna shed off the old weight of the yeah. old systems, <laughs> and let's just like now that we know what we're doing with, we don't have dated technology to worry about. Let's kick it to the moon and see what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. So this is one I'm looking forward to. <laughs> right. And it's poor, like poor Horizon. Just like they're poor always stuck. Right. They're always stuck with God of Wars and Zeldas and everything. And that's what this is releasing. So it's just. Oh wow! It'll be Zelda <laughs> like, like three weeks after this is out. <laughs> It'll be dead. Hey, that, pressure makes diamonds, Jeff. Pressure <laughs> makes diamonds. <laughs> that's a good saying. I love it. That's good. Thanks so much. So. And another callback, uh, I myself never really got into this series, but you had mentioned you were excited for it. This is Armored Core 6. Yes. Fires of Rubicon. Fires of Rubicon. I have no idea in the sense of story where that is, (laughs) but the reason I'm excited was I used to have this game on PS2, played it a ton, well, rented it, and Mm. that shows commitment. Um, Again, mech game done by the 
from soft uh from software company that's doing demon souls dark souls all that stuff that now applies to armored core so you can have your mech souls kind of game and this is the one that i'm excited about just to kind of get back into and the kids are excited because they heard that it was the same gaming company that did elden ring and dark Mm. souls and they had a great time helping me out so they're looking forward to help me out with this one which i will gladly take the old Mm -hmm. man can't remember (laughs) where everything is in the world so you know give me the tips kids search it on your phone and give dad the tips to beat this game so we're ready tell dad how to make it happen (laughs) yeah exactly god this is listen to the music on this one too the music on this one is just Mm. terminator style like it is something yeah it'll be curious to see what what does it look like for our next it is ps4 which is interesting that is interesting but like, i don't know uh, why they keep doing that like why don't they I'm, I'm curious like i up to now i was unbelievably surprised that god of war made it to the latest god of war entry yeah. ragnarok was on ps4 yeah like that was shocking to me that seems like the perfect ps5 only showcase piece yeah but they kind of hamstrung themselves and then this now in upcoming 2023 the fact that they're still doing it is is yeah. it the market? Is it just because like there's not enough people who can get PS5s still? Like, is it still the the user base isn't there yet? Uh, part of that, and part of the the other side of this company is this has been in development for like six, seven years. Oh, so they've had okay. their run at it, and it just <laughs> might be cooking a little long. <laughs> to change well, ovens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that yeah, so oh, that's. It sucks to say this. So what is on PS5? It's probably gonna be fine. Fine. <laughs> it's like, yes. Like it's, but really, it's a PS4 game. Like, yep. All yeah. right. So it's just like, oh, <laughs> interesting context. Yeah. So that's all. As I said, like it's just like there's so many post-apocalyptic games. That's like, right. Yep. No current apocalypse. Where's the current apocalypse? Jeff? <laughs> no, like not at all. <laughs> I'll say the. Uh, so I, I want to give one like story, one brief story to wrap us up here for the week, and it was. It's a massive dad fail. Uh-oh. And um, it hurt my heart, man. This one, like, this sucked. <laughs> like, I was, like, I lost sleep this night. Oh, no. Thinking about it, because I was so upset with how it all came to pass. So, and it's 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 a rug pull that, it's in the dad tool chest. It's not out of the blue. Like, I didn't make okay. up this stuff. But just didn't go very well. So, my son is bemoaning the fact that he has to do homework mm-hmm. so upset about it as kids are of course like it sucks man i remember homework i don't like doing homework i get you yeah. you gotta do it but like i feel you i feel you he's bemoaning it and he's like oh i'm just so tired i just i can't do homework i can't do homework then i say to him like oh that's too bad i did because i thought you and i could play some video games but i guess you're too tired so you know can't it's like oh oh whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's like it's like no see so you're not too tired that's what yeah. i thought exactly now that's where i ended it (laughs) but the narrative that played out in his head upon saying this because i didn't to my discredit i didn't come in and like seal the deal put the nail in the coffin just end it as to what i was trying to demonstrate right okay he left it open yep so his narrative was like okay so if i finish my homework then we can play video games yeah yeah so god like i didn't handle it well the <laughs> I should have just played games. You should have just gave in and be like, "Yeah, sure, one game." Let's let's play a game. Would have been yeah. the, the way to play it. But I, we were pretty 
strict on no games during the week because like we it's just the flow of this household and it's how we make sure that you know school gets done properly weekends kind of for like our family fun time so he comes he's so i cannot describe how much my heart hurt he was so crestfallen he was so upset oh no and i was just as one i'm sitting there lying in bed i'm like is he going to forgive me is this a core memory that is like slotted in and he's gonna hold on to this forever like the moment like his innocence was taken like oh he was so crestfallen now this happy and relatively happy ending is like he woke up in the morning and he was kind of like chuckling and laughing about it he's like well now i know if you say that i gotta watch out i was like okay that's a good lesson to take yeah dad can't rug pull you as easily anymore okay yeah (laughs) meanwhile you're a wreck crying in your cereal you're like you know what i play games now (laughs) dad why why are i so bloodshot i couldn't sleep last night son i mean yeah it was so bad i'll know not to use that but thanks yeah sharing your your little you gotta i think if you think you have to like if you're gonna do something like that you gotta like close the loop you just gotta make sure it's like because there was just this gap between me making my point i don't i don't even necessarily mind my tactics in so much as you reveal to them that you can you show that you're onto them yeah look how easily i can pierce the veil of your deception by simply mentioning video games right right and all of a sudden you have all this energy so that that's okay because that kind of just like gives them a bit of a shake that look look we're not gonna buy this like yeah we get it man but just you got to do them but the, the gap was <laughs> that effective tactic and not closing the loop to say but like you know as we know we don't do games in vid in the week or let's let's have it's like oh i'm sorry you misunderstood let's let's have a quick game that wasn't my intention yeah Th- those would have been that would have closed the gap and avoided it but yeah Whew, I I'll remember that for a long time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If if he didn't remember it, you definitely will. Like that's yes. it. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Telltale Games. Like Trevor will remember that forever. <laughs> <laughs> People remember that. Oh, be careful out there, gaming dads. That's All right. right, everybody. That'll wrap it up there for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Did you have your own takeaways from the gaming awards this year? Did you watch it? Did you not? Have you downloaded one of these games? Is there some game that was announced that really speaks to you, your family, your kids, you as a gaming dad. We'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us on Twitter at New Dad Gaming or our website, NewDadGaming.com. We absolutely love hearing fellow gaming dad stories and interacting with fans is definitely one of the best parts of this show. Do you want to make fun of me for my <laughs> creating sad core memories for my son? Also here for that as well. If you are, if you like the show, you can subscribe on any of your major podcasting networks. So you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcasts. Just search for New Dad Gaming. Uh, it really does help the show. If you do subscribe, that helps get the word out to other gaming dads. Even better is if you can leave a rating and a comment. That does unbelievable amounts of helping on the show. Would really appreciate it. And just let us know if you do. We'd love to thank you in person. So, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, my name is Trevor, and I have a crestfallen seven-year-old. <laughs> Though he rebounded, oh. and, a, and a five-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old, nine-year-old. And Jeff will remember that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if, as long as, like, uh, Milf Hunter is out there happy with uh, their new Steam with Deck. With their deck, right? <laughs> Damn you, yeah. Milf Hunter. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Remember, just because you became a dad... 
does not mean it's game over.